This is the Greenhouse Podcast. We share thoughts and practical tips on career and life so you can grow. I'm your host, Steve Perkins. And on today's episode, we are talking about kind of part two of what is coaching. Specifically, what are the main objections to coaching that we frequently hear? So here's today's episode. Yeah. This was kind of fun to talk about because, it's, well, first of all, it's just always fun to talk about objections, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's fun to be critics and it be is. angry. And we have a lot of people who we have heard these exact reasons why they don't want to tap into coaching. Exactly. So we're just going to go through those lists and maybe kind of maybe you're one of those people who's like, yeah, I, I've been there. I, you're, yeah, I've, if you're I've on the road, was, right? please you know, stay focused. <laughs> keep your hands, 10 to 2. <laughs> you what know are there's you picturing? Some, I'm picturing <laughs> the person listening like, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> this is. And then they drive off the road. Well, oh. I'm just giving a warning. Okay. This this could be an explicit crazy. episode. Okay. <laughs> this right. episode could make you angry or feel <laughs> feelings of disdain towards a coach that you may know. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jacqueline, I think I'm just going to talk to you now. Okay. That all sounds right. great. I think, I think we've started on the wrong foot. This isn't about that at all. <laughs> no. I feel like Okay. No. So here we go. I hope to alleviate Jacqueline some pressure for people who <laughs> yeah. might be like nervous about stepping into coaching. Yeah. Because I really think a lot of people have a lot of hesitations about coaching, um, especially just like, what can I expect? Do I need to like bring things to my coaching session. You know, Sunday, you talked about this on the last episode. A lot of people, you know, feel like they have to have it all together to show up for the coaching session. And actually that's not true at all. We are here to walk through with you through your transition, through what you're working on. You don't have to have anything together, but yeah, it might be helpful if you brought a notebook and a pen or like your calendar, if you're working specific on specifically on calendar management, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I think people just have a lot of questions yeah, and I think this do. episode is more around that. Yeah, I agree. Well, I just want to add, because I think, I think it's oh, you're important back in to the name room. this. You're back in the conversation. Can I get back uh, in? Yeah, you can. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, it's not a physical product. You don't exactly know what you're no. getting. So when mm, you're putting money right. up, you want to know what you're getting. That's yeah. just human nature. <laughs> like yes. if I'm buying a mug, I want to know what it looks like. And what's hard about coaching and other services is you don't know what it looks like and you don't know what you're getting, especially if you've never experienced it before. So I think that's another just very honest, real reason for objections. <laughs> like, what am I going to get? Yeah. I'm giving you money. What am I going to get? It's not like a pair of sneakers. Right, right. <laughs> right. That I, right. So I think it's valid to have objections. Yeah, and yeah that's why right. we're often addressing yeah. those. So I made a list of um, of the, the top ones that came to my mind, but also you two have been around the coaching community a long time too, so jump in. But the one story that really comes to my mind was I remember when I was coaching in an office and somebody came in. And they literally just like sweaty face, sweaty palms kind of look, right? Mm. And the minute I started talking for just a few, like a few minutes, they just like shoulders relaxed, things like that. And she just took a deep breath and I just paused and I said, well, what what was that about? Like what was like a physical reaction? Mm. She said, oh my gosh, I have to tell you for a whole week, I almost canceled every single day because I was terrified. I just didn't, I just did not know what to expect. And I was really scared. And this isn't scary at all. <laughs> I just, I could not believe mm. the stress she felt all week. Yeah. <laughs> 
So of course it's a certain personality type, but mm-hmm. it really reminded me that it's frightening to people when they don't know what they're walking into. Mm-hmm. So let's take away some of those fears today in some ways. So this one's big. This one's probably the one I get a lot is if I use a coach and it's not the right chemistry, mm-hmm. am I stuck? I agree with this one. <laughs> yes. Because I've worked with many different helping professionals where it was not the right fit and you did feel stuck. Mm, you do. So we're really sensitive to this at Greenhouse of like how we structure it gives you an out. Yes. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is a very, very realistic question because right. the what you're buying is is a person and their personality and their approach and mm-hmm. their style. It is. And sometimes it's not right. So first of all, just know that we at Greenhouse, we kind of say, we say, we are one of many coaches. If we are not the right fit, please tell us. We want to create that safe space for you right away that says we have different people that you can tap into. Try me. If I'm not the right fit, just call it or reach out to our community manager. And sometimes people like to do that because they're afraid to say like, hey, Sunday, I didn't like you. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just not feeling this. <laughs> feeling it. And they just walk right. out. <laughs> so I will sometimes say, feel free to reach out to our community man- manager and reach out to another coach. Right. And it makes them feel like, okay, I have a process. I have a way in which yeah. to try. To do that. Yeah. And worth naming, there's different formats of coaching. We coach Mm -hmm. uh, a number of individuals one-on-one for an extended period of time, Mm -hmm. six months or a year. And that has its place and there's reasons and times when you need that. Mm -hmm. But those people have already met with the coach and decided they want to dive in with this Mm -hmm. person. So you're not committing to something like that without knowing. Mm -hmm. If any coach out there forces you to do that, like red flags. Right. Um. Versus within our membership community, people will tap into one or two or three calls. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is where you can kind of, um, you know, try before you buy type of thing. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. just purchase a one-off and you can purchase it with all of our coaches if you want. You could try every <laughs> single coach and decide who you like best. And exactly. I, I always think of the place I go to get a haircut because it's like that on the website. <laughs> you can choose the person. <laughs> and I actually have tried every yeah. person. I was like, oh, I'll try this person. And, and I did find, you know, the one that I liked the best and mm-hmm. and now I stick with that person. Good. But it was helpful that I could try and wasn't mm-hmm. locked in. And the, the second point that I want to mention is that we also as coaches at Greenhouse are intuitive to also know when we don't always feel like we're the mm-hmm. right fit. Sometimes I really will have someone who's really focusing on productivity. <laughs> And it's, I know I can coach on productivity, but they want to take a much deeper dive. And so sometimes I will actually say, I'm actually going to encourage you to reach out and put you on the calendar with maybe Steve for one or two sessions. It doesn't mean, by the way, that I lose them forever. If they want to, that's fine, by the way. But a lot of times at that point, the relationship is, but I send them somewhere else for a specific topic and then they come back. Yeah. I think that's, people don't know that. I'm glad you mentioned because, yeah, some people are, um, insecure, don't want to lose your business. And so they would try to keep you forever, even when it's not right. Right. And yes, we're very big on, you know, being honest and most helpful to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Same thing. I've sent people to Mm -hmm. you like, all right, I think you actually would get the most out of working with Sunday now, Mm -hmm. or even to people at other companies. Um, or the most recent one for me was, uh, somebody who said, well, I've worked with a female coach in the past. I want to try a male coach. And, and that's why she wanted to work with me. Right. And then after a time we were like, all right, I think it, I think now would be a good time to switch back again. You know, this was kind of her decision, but we talked through it. And so I sent her over to Dana, who's one of our coaches and they're both so excited. You know, it was perfect. 
We're not trying to uh, make it awkward or weird. Right. No. <laughs> it's what's best for you, mm-hmm. the person being coached. All right. So the next one I have is, do I have to see a coach for a long period of time? Forever. What if, it's a life <laughs> forever. It's a monogamous coaching relationship. Like, <laughs> what if I have a small goal or I just mm. need a session or two? I mean, I think this is where in our new membership structure, this is where one-off coaching sessions are perfect. We have the ability now to send you to one place where you can just buy one session. Like for example, a lot of times people will take a personality test and they just are like, what do I do with my Myers-Briggs or what do I do with my Enneagram? And you could just debrief one session with a coach and get unstuck in that one spot. And Mm -hmm. so that's totally normal. And no, you don't have to do a six-month coaching engagement all about your Myers-Briggs personality type. Although, I mean, that would probably be fun for you. Really? I don't know if I could talk about it (laughs) that long. Could you do it for six months? I don't think so. But And so one step, even like one notch higher, Mm -hmm. would be I have a lot of clients in our membership who say, okay, I think what I'd like to do, Sunday, is I think I'd like to just book three sessions with you. Mm. Like the the mini microbytes. And I'm going to put one every two weeks. And I'm just going to start there because I think what I need is some like momentum. So they won't do one-offs and they also want to make sure that there's a spot on my calendar. Yeah. And I I find that that's a really popular one too is they'll just do these micro. Mm -hmm. And then from there, they can either be like, I'm good or they're like, I'm going to book two more. Or sometimes it's just purely a financial thing. And this Mm -hmm. is another motivation why we wanted to create a membership experience is if coaching costs $5,000, which is kind of the cheap end, like some coaching is tens of thousands of dollars. Well, if I'm in a career transition, guess what? I cannot afford that. You know, it's just, yeah. I think it's just a reality of people who yeah. are just got laid off or they're starting a new business and money's super tight or, mm-hmm. or, you know, for whatever reason, I think that's another mm-hmm. um, important thing. Jacqueline, the next one you actually mentioned in the beginning, which was, do I need to have all my stuff together before I start coaching? (laughs) All three of us have heard this one. But one that really stands out to me is I actually, I had an email, a very specific email from a client who was just doing like the a, a, like a free one with me where she was just going to kind of find out if I was the right fit for her. Uh-huh. And she, she, she delayed it. And in her email, she said, I don't feel, I don't have my, all my, my, my resume together. I don't have my link. I don't have any of my stuff together yet. So I'm going to cancel our session or push it back by three weeks. And I pushed it. I actually replied and said, actually, that's not the point <laughs> of this call at all. The point, you aren't supposed to have it all together. I'm supposed to help you get it all together. You're supposed to just show up as you and I help you focus on what is most important. And she just took a deep breath because I think she probably would have delayed it for ever because she was thinking she had to show up perfect. Mm -hmm. So if you heard that one too, right? Yeah. And that's exactly the thing that's keeping them stuck in the first place, (laughs) right? Like, well, clearly you need to get over the hump and that's where Mm -hmm. the I as a coach step in and help with that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. So I hear this one often. What if I don't even know if I need coaching? I'm just curious. I don't even know. I I hear the word buzzing around. It seems like a good idea, but I don't even know if it's for me. I hear things like it could help me be accountable. It could help me reach a goal, but maybe I don't even know what my goals are. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just curious. So what do I do about that? I think I'm afraid to make an appointment because I don't even know if I want one. 
So I think I, that one's so easy for me to answer because at least in our model, yeah. it's not always in everyone's model, but in our model, if you join our, our membership, you get that new member coaching call. So right then and there, you get to talk to a coach and you can say, hey, I actually am just one of those like curious bees just saying, I don't even really understand what coaching is. Could you explain it to me? And we might just ask what's going on in their life. And if something resonates, something resonates and you can continue moving forward. Yeah, I would say even even for longtime coaching clients, usually the first session is, all right, so Sunday, what's your goal? What do you want to accomplish in mm-hmm. coaching? And you're like, I don't know. I just feel stuck. Right. And the entire first session is is just that, figuring out what mm-hmm. your goal even is. Um, big time, that, that happens big time for leaders where they've got a million mm. plates they're spinning and they're in charge of all this stuff and they're like, what should my goal be? I don't know. <laughs> I've got a thousand goals. Right. So, And they're so busy that they even have a hard time figuring that yeah, out. Yeah, just too. the right. act of forced right. time to stop and think is valuable. Yeah. There's another objection that we hear often, which is kind of a fun, I find this one kind of funny and nuanced. It's like, I'm afraid I won't get anything new out of this because I've done so much thinking on my own. So people who are very attracted to coaching tend to be thinkers. And thinkers have thought through this and read and listened to stuff and done all of this kind of work and research on their own. And and they say, I'm still stuck, so I know I need some help, but I'm worried I'm not going to get anything new because I've already done a lot of thinking on my own. Mm-hmm. I resonate with that because I've usually thought through things a lot before I talk to someone else. But uh, but then they end up getting a lot out of it and it is perfect for them because guess what? You're still stuck. In fact, you've probably overanalyzed <laughs> or you're in analysis paralysis and you've thought right. about it too much. Mm-hmm. And you actually need someone on the outside to be like, cut through the clutter and be like, mm-hmm. bottom line, here's mm-hmm. what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, so will I get anything new out of it? Cost, cost. People will say I'm, I'm. They, they're curious about whether or not they should step into coaching because of the cost, right? So that's just a big, bad, scary word. And like you said, cost can be all over the place. So I thought I would just step right in there and say I think that's what I really love about our membership too. Is is it's fifty dollars a month to be a member, and within that membership, you take an assessment, you figure out where you are at, and then you get that new member coaching call right away so that we can help you figure out where you should go next. And that cost is right there, $50. So you tap into a community that has coaching and courses. And if you want more of that coaching experience, we have opportunities for you to tap into that. All right. So the next one, I'm not even sure what coaching is. I'm not going to spend much time there because I'm going to just say, listen to my first podcast. (laughs) <laughs> or the last podcast. The last podcast, yes. Yeah. I mean, I really explained what it is. Any thoughts from you guys? We really took a deep dive there. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good stuff there that, that does answer a lot of the questions. Mm-hmm. There's also have. a chance for like hot seat coaching, like coaching in the moment during this month's masterclass inside the membership mm-hmm. as well. So Sunday is going to do kind of an overview on what is coaching, a little bit of a deeper dive than what we did on the last podcast. And then if you want to have coaching in the moment, if you're one of these people that's like, yeah, I'm curious, like, let's give this a try. Mm-hmm. Sunday will coach you right there. Mm-hmm. And if that. you're one of the majority who's like, <laughs> no, heck thanks. no yeah. you can just sit back and <laughs> you can just be entertained. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. What if I'm not a good coaching client? <laughs> you know, people have this thought, it's right? A, it is a funny one to me, but 
But yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's back to in our first podcast before this one, when you said it's not our job to judge good or bad, Mm -hmm. people actually think that we're thinking, oh, you're a good client or you're Mm -hmm. a bad client. And that is not our place as coaches. We are not thinking good client, bad client. (laughs) You're just a client who's on a journey. So I think that's a big obstacle that you have to work on in your own mindset. There is no such thing as a good or a bad coaching client. You're just a human being who's trying to figure out what's not working and how do I move forward. Right. And yet there is being coachable or not coachable. And to be coachable, you have to be open. You have to be willing to explore. Mm -hmm. You have to um, be able to... uh, be curious, I would say, is the mm-hmm. biggest thing. Like that, that's, that's the baseline really of what we're doing. And if you're not yeah. willing to do that, then it's it's going to be pretty hard to get anything out of it. Yeah. So, what makes you a good coaching client is just being coachable. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 And probably worth saying here, there is a distinction and a line between coaching and some other helping professions that we mentioned on the last episode. You know, therapy, counseling. There, there are areas and topics that are um, off limits to coaches and for licensed people in that arena. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to worry about that. You know, mm-hmm. that's part of our role as coaches is we know when when that line is being crossed and how to, you know, make a referral. So that's important because I do think some people are like uh, mm. nervous about that or unsure. You know, where where things fall. Another question. I hear a lot, Sunday, and I resonate with this one too, is what if coaching reveals that I'm not capable? Like what if coaching brings out this thing that like I'm a failure or I'm not doing or I'm not capable of doing the thing that like I actually really feel like I should be doing? I mean, I I felt that when I went into coaching, like I needed to make a shift from a very like in the box role mm-hmm. to an out of the box role. Mm-hmm. And I and I said Steve was my coach at the time and I was like, what if I'm not supposed to be in an out of the box role? Mm-hmm. And Steve literally shot it back to me and was like, but what if you are? And I just started crying because <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I think <laughs> I'm supposed to be in like an out of the box role. So what? What now? So, anyways, how would how would y'all answer that? That yeah, was just my. I want experience. you to answer it, Sunday. But let me just point something mm-hmm. out since I was in that moment, and that is a perfect, perfect example of how coaching is such a non-judgmental, safe zone. Because the fact that that made you emotional there, mm-hmm. the coach's response and my response mm-hmm. was not like judging you for crying. No, <laughs> uh, in fact, you just like let me have the moment. And in yeah, fact, the coach says. Well, that's in, you know, yeah. one, once you're, <laughs> stop crying. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. It, no, it's like once we got right. back into the conversations, like, well, yeah. that's interesting that it made you emotional. That yeah. must mean there's something there's meaningful something there. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's explore mm-hmm. that. Are you, do you want to explore that? And yeah. on your time, right? So, it, you know, it's just, it's always a curiosity and it's mm-hmm. trying to help the other person being coached be curious for themselves too. Mm-hmm. But, I am I am curious of your uh, well, answer, Sunday. Well, it's not a cookie cutter answer yeah. for sure. It's because each person feels very deeply about that. Like I'm sure even just hearing that, some people are like, ah, 
ouch. My first reaction to that is don't let that statement be the reason you don't start coaching because you don't know what coaching mm. will reveal. Yeah. You don't. And let's deal with it when it arrives. Mm-hmm. If it arrives and you're like, oh my gosh, what we revealed, I actually am afraid that I might fail at, then we deal with that in that moment. Mm. We either pause or we build confidence or we build skill sets and we move from there. Mm. So going in and saying, I don't, I, I might fail is, is, is not the mindset to come into coaching. Yeah. Okay. Leads me to another common one. But am I, but am I too old? Mm. Am I too experienced? Am, mm. You know, do people like me do coaching? Mm. And I, I think it does tend to come mm. from uh, people who feel like maybe their age, they're, it, maybe they're beyond the point where coaching's for them and most it's mostly for younger people mm-hmm. or in their level or role in, an, in a job. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm too senior. Isn't that for newbies? Right. So what would you say to that? Well, you just look at our membership. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are all over the place. So no, we have as early as right out of high school and college, right? And we have so many clients who are in their 40s and in their 50s. And we even have a huge amount that are tapping into coaching as they enter retirement. And I think that is so exciting because they're like, I don't want my retirement years to be just sitting in an RV park. (laughs) I hate to say that that's the stereotype, but they're actually like, what do I do to make it meaningful? So the answer to that is we have not yet seen an age group not covered by coaching. Yeah. This one's interesting. What if I'm not ready to be held accountable? Hmm. Yeah. Where have you seen that pop up? Is that, is it kind of a, is that a fear? Yeah, I think that that's just a really great question. And if someone says to me, I, I'm not, I don't know, I'm nervous about being held accountable, then that makes me actually think maybe coaching, it's not the right time. I was just going to say, to me, that sounds like red, maybe you're not ready to be coachable. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your your hands aren't open to it right now. And like, that's okay. Yeah. There's no judgment. Maybe and- later. Because you are going to feel some level of accountability. And why pay me Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. you're not going to? Because you're going to have no movement. Right. right, right. And you see this sometimes in organizations where coaching is more of a forced or mandatory thing. Yeah, It's hard. And we do coach people where the organization says, All right, I want you to have coaching. Right. But you really have to make sure, and any any certified coach would know to do this. You got to make sure the person being coached also wants it. It's not going to work if they're unwilling. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a good healthy conversation there, especially if it's like part of the ethos of the company. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone gets, everyone has a coach. Mm -hmm. All right. You also have to like want it for it to work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have just one more that comes to my mind, so feel free to jump in if you have another one. But the the last one that really comes to my mind that I've heard is, what if something in my life changes when I'm in coaching? Mm-hmm. People feel nervous about that too. And, and and where that comes up to me is, and you and I have talked about this, is because sometimes people are, are afraid to be honest when something changes in their life. But when you're coaching someone and all of a sudden you just know that they're just showing up consistently with like nothing to talk about. Yes. And like uh, when they came in so excited and all of a sudden they're just like three weeks now and they're just like, you know, I think it's important that we say, Hey, has something shifted? And I don't know about you, but I've had clients say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause again, the nature of 
the coaching process is you don't know what you don't know. Right. Until you get into it. Yes. It's a discovery process. So this is why you know people who have maybe more of a creative edge feel more comfortable with the ambiguity and the fact that I don't know where we're going. Yeah. Like I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah. Some people are not. And mm-hmm. so uh the fact that we go into it not knowing we don't know what we don't know mm-hmm. uh means we're gonna find our way as we go. Mm-hmm. And so again, I do think any any good worthwhile coach has some flexibility in the arrangement. Yes. <laughs> we can start, we can stop, we, we can change right. the frequency or the cadence. Mm-hmm. Like if you realize halfway through the process, you're good to go, that's okay, and you'll get the rest of your money back. You mm-hmm. know, those types of things, right. which we definitely do at Greenhouse, but um uh, yeah, that's a great yeah. point. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to name a few of them. Like sometimes people have uh, come in and said, I was so excited I wanted to start a business, but they are having a baby now. So all of a sudden they're like, okay, not a great time to start a business. That's okay. So that would be a great like reason, but sometimes they're afraid to call it out. Yeah. They're like, oh, but I told you I wanted to. It's all right. Life changed. It's it's totally fine. Sometimes people will say something like, I back to that revealing something like peace. They'll reveal something like, I really want to do this big, amazing thing. It it came out in our coaching. But what I'm realizing is my family, someone's sick in my family or my family's finances are a mess. And what I'm realizing is I need to pause on that dream for just a little bit and spend this next year cleaning up this mess before we keep moving towards that one. You get it? Right. And that's great. It's like they're, so what's happening is, is their enthusiasm in the coaching, your notice is dropping because their mind is preoccupied by the revelation that something else is, needs to be focused. It doesn't mean the dream is gone. Yeah. It means that we need to pause and shift. I just wanted to call that out because that's important for people to know that sometimes in the middle of coaching, we have our aha moments, but the aha moments aren't always for right now. Yes. Okay, I want to say this. I wasn't going to say this, but you're making me say this. I just really believe we're moving to a a place, uh, just kind of societally, that it'll be more of a norm to have a team of different types of helpers in your life. Mm. Coaches is one of them, but there's other types. And you already see this with athletes. We mentioned athletes in the last episode. And I just think this is fascinating because you look at any top-level athlete Mm -hmm. or anyone who's kind of like, performing at their peak, they have many different coaches in their life. And some of them you never see, (laughs) but they know full well they need that whole team around them on many different aspects. Some it's more mental, some it's more physical, some it's more skills or, you know, uh, addressing problems. And uh, I've myself started to lean into this in life of having different types of people in my life to help on different fronts. And I just find it really fun. Honestly, I think it's really... um, I think it's really enjoyable to realize it's not all on me. I don't have to just be this self-made man that we all know is a lie. You know, mm-hmm. We need different helpers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just friends or family, and that's mm-hmm. cool. But sometimes it's like, I really want a professional on this front. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recognize it's um, that's really a gift and a privilege to be able to have that and sometimes mm-hmm. to be able to financially have access to that. Yeah. But, but just to make people feel... Um, maybe more okay with the idea that this is where things are starting to head. And you do see it in different arenas where people have lots of, you know, people with specialties in their, uh, in their field, helping from different angles. I guess that's a message to anyone feeling 
like, oh, this is, I thought I was really competent and capable and experienced and good at what I do. And it feels like a knock to have to have help from someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any, anyone I've worked with, even at top levels, even CEOs have many people around them helping from different facets. So it's mm-hmm. almost the opposite is true. Yeah. It's <laughs> good that was a good thing to mention. The yeah. more, the more maybe ambition mm. you have or the responsibility that's on your shoulders or what you name it. Yeah. Uh, I think the more freedom you should mm-hmm. feel to have different uh, forms of help in your life. Mm-hmm. So we've covered a lot of reasons why people are nervous to sometimes jump into coaching. And I just want to end with this. I think what's really exciting about our model at greenhouse is that we give you the opportunity when you join to have this new member coaching call so that if you have any of these fears, it's one session in which maybe you can just call those fears out and talk directly to a coach. And uh, maybe those fears will be eliminated in that new member coaching call. Yeah. Most people who coach with us, we we definitely have a high bar for coaching Mm because that would maybe be another objection you hear is I've had a bad experience Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of not great coaches out there. Yes. We have a very high bar. People are always very happy with it. They always get results. And so that's why we built it into the membership. And this month, October 28th, we're actually doing a masterclass on coaching where we're not just talking about it like we are today, but we're actually showing it and giving you a a chance to see it in action. Mm -hmm. So we will do some coaching in the moment in the masterclass. And if you want to see that, or if you want to tap into coaching yourself, uh, you can join the membership right now at greenhouseculture.co or click on the link in the show notes. (laughs) 